Is this thing on? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to your source for solace. I am Sawyer Talegdi. And I'm Amanda Shimoon. I am the owner of the Shred Shop Wellness Complex here in Windsor. And Amanda is my trusty sidekick. <laughs> Together, we are going to help ladies everywhere find their confidence, courage, understand all the different types of attractiveness and how to harness your own. Uh, we will teach you and help bring out your most assertive self. We'll help you understand your own value uh, and truly, truly start to feel some serious self-worth and absolutely help you find solace, which is just a fancy word for inner peace. So if you're down to ride that train, buckle up and let's go. The final brain cell. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Episode three. Okay. Um, as always, <laughs> we're just hanging out, being ridiculous. It's how we hype ourselves up for each episode. Yes, that's exactly right. I wish you guys could see like the little dance we do and like the little <laughs> pump up moment that we have before we turn the mic on. It's it's worth recording. Uh, yeah, we'll share it with you guys. We don't just, we practice what we preach. So um, we built our intro based off of just hyping you guys up and giving you confidence and like making you feel good before you actually listen to this. So when you're finished listening to each episode, it motivates you to do whatever you have on your mind. Absolutely. And so we listen to the minute intro because it hypes us up to... <laughs> <laughs> to give you our all, to give you everything we got. Exactly, exactly. That's okay. So... Today, as always, we are continuing our confidence theme. Um, this one is near and dear to me, and it is doing the right thing, which sounds so juvenile, like right and is right and wrong is wrong. <laughs> but this goes so much deeper than that. And how could doing the right thing build my confidence? Well, have you ever not done the right thing? Have you ever been a really shitty person? How'd you feel about that after? Yeah, if you have any thing. sort of, if you are, if you are not a sociopath, if you have any sort of moral compass, you are aware that you've just been a dick or an asshole or rude. And gen generally, if you don't have the chance to apologize to that person in the moment, whether it's a retail worker, someone at the bank, right now in our life, some sort of like health unit official or, <laughs> you know, someone who's raining on your parade and maybe, you know, you didn't handle it the best or a friend or someone you're having a falling out with or your spouse or whatever that is, if you've been a bit of an asshole, chances are you know it and you feel it and Guilt. it doesn't feel good. Yeah. yeah. Guilt and shame. And you almost can't even wait to apologize because you need to get it off your chest. You just don't even want to carry it anymore, right? So that's the concept today is understanding when we put our best foot forward towards others, towards ourselves, doing the right thing in every single aspect of our life really does make us feel good about ourselves. And feeling good about ourselves breeds and builds more and more confidence. And it's just another notch in the belt. It's another tool in our toolbox as to how we can increase our self-love for ourselves and just making sure we're doing the right thing. 
the most confident people live by some sort of value system, okay? Whether it's one that they've, that's been imparted on them, one that they've created themselves, maybe what their parents have taught them, but the most confident people have a value system and they make all of their decisions based off of it. So do you have one? And this is, like I said, this is more than right or wrong, right? This is, we know what's right, we know what's wrong, we know what's black, we know what's white. Do you have a value system, a personal value system that helps you identify and wade through all the gray in our life? How can we be the best version of ourselves all the time or as often as possible if we don't kind of have some sort of value system or some sort of moral compass that allows us to not just say, hey, that's right and hey, that's wrong, but this is what I should be doing and here's why. Yeah. So if you don't have one, this is your damn wake up call to check in and start paying attention and start thinking about it. Because you're probably an asshole. (laughs) If you've never reflected, if you've never stepped out of yourself and been like, oh, did I handle that right? If you cannot remember the last time you've ever self-reflected, you're probably a dick. Yeah. And that's okay if you are. That's okay. If you're like, fuck man, no, I haven't. That's okay. Maybe no one taught you. No one shared that with you. It wasn't something that was valuable in your upbringing. Here's your chance. Here's your chance to sit down, take a step back, remove your brain and your heart from your physical body and just kind of reflect on who are you every day versus who you think you are. Like, What is your perception? What do people perceive you as? What do people think of you as, right? Because if you think you're carrying yourself in a certain way and others do not get that from you, others see a completely different way that you carry yourself, that's going to defeat your confidence as well because you might not be getting the response from others that you'd like and Mm -hmm. not understand understanding why and you start to beat yourself up because you can't look inside yourself and see that it might be something you are doing that is a huge thing right self-reflection is a part of personal growth the people who reflect the people who absorb the people who can take a step back and admit when they're wrong right when I was growing up that was the biggest thing for my parents was admitting when you're wrong yeah right and for most of us who had parents at growing up you're like this is fucking really annoying like this is really really irritating for me to constantly have to if I've been lying I have to admit it I didn't understand why that was so important growing up right much like I bet you didn't either no why is it so important that I own if I broke something and I got to come up and tell you that I broke it mom like why is that important why can't I just throw it out and pretend we never owned it you Mm -hmm. know like those were those little values that our parents were teaching us or your family members whoever raised you were teaching you to have that was the beginning of this moral compass that was the beginning of some sort of value system and honoring that value system every single day to the best of your ability is going to make you feel very confident knowing that people like you knowing that you're well received knowing that the person that you think you are every day people actually see that side of you yeah and it's not distorted right because everyone's perception is their reality so what you think is your reality my perception of that could be completely different yeah right which is why communication is so important and not just communication with others but communication with ourselves and that reflection and why that becomes almost the most important thing we can do on a daily basis so I'll let you guys in into my structure my routine I've had a lot of friends that are very near and dear to me go through recovery and come out different people than they went in and I think that that's a very important thing because less to do with the drugs and the alcohol and the reason for recovery and more to do with the tools that are provided in those rooms. Like tools to build your morals and yes. values and like restructure the way your brain works. Exactly. Now if there's anybody listening that's been there, that's done this, that's worked a program, you know what I'm talking about. 
And for those of you who have never, I'm going to give you a little tool to put in your box today that we should be teaching to every child in the world. Yeah. Okay. There's a need for math. There's a need for geometry. There's a need for geography. I get that. But there's also a need for teaching our children how to be good human beings to each other, mm-hmm. especially in this time when they're feeling really separated and very uncomfortable and they don't understand what's going on in the world. Now would be the perfect time for a little self-reflection, a little self-activity, a little confidence building activity and yeah. teaching them while they're home all the time how to be a better person. So what I do know about what goes on in recovery rooms is there is a lot of self-reflection. There is a lot of owning your day-to-day. And the reason I say we should be teaching kids this is the practice is at the end of the day, when you're falling asleep, you do a personal inventory, a moral inventory. So much like in the morning, you might set your intention for the day, right? Maybe we do a little meditation, you know, any of you who, you know, take a moment when you have your coffee. Okay. It could be very spiritual where you genuinely do meditate. It could be you sit on the couch and you think about what you need to get done today. Mm -hmm. It could be you straight up go to your day planner and just look at what's laid out for you. Yeah. Either way, in one way or another, we are all kind of setting out our days. Is it driving to work? What am I doing? Okay, what's my meeting? Then what? Then what? Then what? That play-by-play at the beginning of your day is something we should also be doing at night. But instead of anticipating what's going to happen, we should be reflecting on what has happened. Mm Mm-hmm. So as you're laying in bed, I go, I do this. I go through my intention for the day. Okay, I woke up. What did I do? Where did I go? And unless like, did I get everything I was supposed to get done? Yes, in a work sense, I do that. But then there's this moral portion of it where I look more at the people I came in contact with today, especially me because I'm around so many people on a daily basis, right? Maybe not now, but generally we see hundreds of clients a day through our doors I interact with every single one of them. Amanda, Sandra, Kyla, we interact with every single one of you on a daily basis. You guys tell us your secrets. You tell us your failures. You tell us your, you know, excitements. Everything that goes on in your life, for the most part, we know and hear about it. And I carry that. And Amanda carries that. And we always try to put our best foot forward for you guys to be there for support, to be there for encouragement, to be there for excitement, to be there when you're sad. So I need to check in with myself every day to make sure I interacted with each and every one of you in the best possible way I could. Because if not, if I was short, if I was, maybe I didn't give someone enough time when they should have had more of my time, right? If I can identify an interaction that didn't really go the way I had planned, I revisit it, I think about it before I go to sleep, and I make it my next day's mission to reconcile and to make sure that by the next time I go to sleep, I feel much more confident about that scenario. So you're not able, and I personally am not able to identify what I did right and what I did wrong without a value system, right? So this Mm -hmm. is where it comes into place. How could I ever lay in bed at night and say, okay, that was good. Yeah, yeah, you handled that right. Oh, could you have maybe, oh, well, okay, maybe let's call up that client and just make sure. I could never do that if I didn't have some sort of, of code personally. So my code is every single day, my intention is to be exactly what everyone needs from me within capacity, obviously. I can't give my soul to you guys all the time, but on the hours that I'm on, on the hours that class is running, my promise to myself is that I will be understanding, I will be compassionate, I will be knowledgeable, I will be helpful, I will be focused, and I will be there. Like I will be present. 
I won't be thinking about other things. I won't be thinking about what has to go on. When those doors open and clients walk in, nothing that's going on in my personal life or at work behind the scenes matters. All that matters is that every single experience for every single member that walks through those doors is the best one they've had all day. Because I don't know what you guys have gone through until you get there. I don't know that you've had a shit day. I don't know that someone in your family has died. I don't know that someone's gotten sick. I don't know the good things or the bad things that you've dealt with until I see you. And if I'm not present, and if I'm not there to give you the best experience, most of you are coming to the gym because you need to de-stress. Our staff, we're aware of that we know what we are to you guys we know that you come to seek salvage we know that you come when you're angry when you're depressed when you're working on yourself when your confidence is low we know that and our job is to help push through it and to help make the most of the situation and that's what fuels you guys to come back what motivates you guys to continue and what ultimately allows you to meet your goals so if my head's not screwed on right, if Amanda's head's not screwed on right, if we don't leave our bullshit at the door, you guys don't have the experience that you have. Shred Shop doesn't have the reputation that it has. Our business crumbles and I go back to serving lattes at Starbucks and <laughs> Amanda goes back to dealing blackjack at the casino. Like, <laughs> you see how having a moral compass, having some sort of measurable expectation of yourself on a daily basis is crucial. So my ask is this, if you do not have one, if you've never even really thought about it, that's okay. Let's make that a focus this week. Let's make that a mission. Who do I want to be every day? And what does that look like? Right? Visualize it. I, it's very clear to me because I've built a business around who I am every day. I've hired staff that embody who I want them to be every day right? And they have the same moral compass. They have the same set of values. And that's why we mesh so well. That's why it works so well. So what is yours? Okay. Once you've identified what's important to you, how, how important it is to communicate respectfully to the people around you. If you're someone who struggles, struggles with anger or just like a short temper, how can we rein that in? How can we, you know, allow ourselves not to blow up and explode? Yeah. And if you guys don't know where to start with creating a value system for yourselves, just keep it simple. Like Sawyer says that she reflects every single night. Uh, for me, I wake up every single day thinking that I want to be for others what I expect others to be for me. If I'm expecting positivity from other people, if I'm expecting a confidant in others, I need to put that out there for other people as well, right? I can't sit here and throw all my shit on Sawyer and like throw all my negativities, my worries, my stresses onto her and her expect otherwise from me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So like at the end of the day, if I sit here and someone has confided in me and I didn't give them what they deserved, if I didn't give back what they deserved, that makes me feel like a shitty person. Yeah. That's where my guilt starts acting up. And that's where I take charge and I reach out to that person and I was like, hey, listen, you caught me off guard. I could have handled it better. I'm sorry. The biggest thing is admitting that you're wrong and apologizing for it, right? Like how many times have you heard me say I'm sorry to you when it had nothing to do with me, but just the scenario in itself made me feel guilty, whether no matter it was my fault or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So just think about that. Think about becoming a better person. Think about doing the right thing just by being something for someone that you expect back. Yeah. The nightly reflection for me is really just like a check-in point. So yeah. I can identify because sometimes, you know, if you don't, here's the thing. If you don't think about what you did, you have no opportunity to fix anything that you fucked up. Yeah. Right? Like if I was a complete and utter asshole to you and I never once 
thought about the fact that I was a dick, you're going to walk around for however long resenting and being yeah. angry with me because I never apologized for exactly. how I acted. And the reason I never apologized is because I never reflected on it and thought about it again. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's and, and if you feel that guilt, it gives you the opportunity to make it right. And by making things right, by doing the right thing, right, we're all, we're always going to fuck up. As much as I'm telling you right now, listen, try your best to be a good person. That's all we can do is try our best. At the end of the day, I still lay in bed and go, ooh, probably shouldn't have said that today. Ooh, probably shouldn't have done that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. No one is. But at least thinking about it after the fact gives me the opportunity to right the wrong. And that is important. That builds character. That builds trust. And then not only does that build confidence in yourself, but that builds confidence in the person that you're dealing with, that you're a decent fucking human being, right? If I'm an, an asshole and then I come up to Amanda an hour later and go, I don't know what the hell happened there. I am so sorry, right? And I and we hash it out. That gives Amanda the confidence in me yeah. that I'm not a not a sack of dicks, right? I'm not <laughs> trash. I actually have a compass. I actually have some morality and I realized I was wrong. It builds the comfort and the the confidence in our relationship that we can now get through that. We're not afraid to fight. We're not afraid to argue. We're not afraid to have a difference of opinion because we know we can communicate with it, yeah. right? So like... The confidence that doing the right thing, again, we never, we don't talk about the ass and the hair. We talk about like the mental, physical, emotional confidence. I never used to self-reflect. That was a tip that was passed on to me. And I promise you it was life-changing. I used to embellish sometimes. I used to, for instance, and all my, all my like friends that have had me as a friend for a long time, you guys are all just going to laugh in your seats right now. I was the person that would make plans. And then when the time came to have those plans, I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but instead of calling them and being like, hey, I'm not coming, I would just turn my phone on silent and dodge. Dodge. Oh, you would ghost. You would because straight, I would up, straight ghost. up ghost, right? Because I was so afraid to tell my friends that I was afraid to let them down, right? I was afraid to say, I like, and what, what was the worst that was going to happen? They were going to be like, you're, well, that sucks. See you tomorrow. Like, what was the worst that was going to happen? But I was always afraid to let them down and to not be there. And I, I, I was afraid of the confrontation that I'd have, and I'd have to make an excuse. I'd have to lie. But so how I just much ignored did it. That, how much did that mentally fuck you up? Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst. Exactly. And then it would get to the point where some people just wouldn't even invite me out. And then I'd get all offended. Like, oh, this bitch didn't invite <laughs> me out. But you did it to yourself, <laughs> yeah. though. Of course she didn't invite you out because you're gonna say you're coming and then an hour before it's time to do anything you're just gonna put your phone on silent and <laughs> just no show town, the whole yeah. thing so I set myself up for that right but it wasn't until I got this little piece of, well first of all I was brought to the awareness that I did that right I don't know why I was blind to it I did it probably until I was about in my mid to late 20s and then people would just kind of cut me out of their lives and then fast forward someone brought it to my attention and was like this is probably why that's happening and I don't know like why I couldn't see it <laughs> but when it, the words were projected at my face, it was like, oh, it was it's like a taking a fucking bullet. <laughs> That's it. It was like I got bitch slapped so hard. I was like, oh, I needed to hear that. And then I just kind of sat there like, wow. Like vomit in your throat. Yes. Yeah. And I felt so guilty. My confidence went through the floor. I So I got up. But what did I do? I had to make my rights. I had yeah. to right my wrongs. I had to call. I had to apologize. I had to own up. I had to be honest. Like, I was afraid to let you guys down. And again, they were all like, for why? It was this manifestation I had built up in my head. I'm a Libra. I always see both sides. I always try to keep the peace. It wasn't until I was like late 20s, early 30s where I, I realized you got to grab the balls and you got to just be who you want to be. Yeah. And if you're going to piss some people off, you're going to piss some people off. But that was a very, very big lesson for me. And that's about the time I started reflecting on my day because 
as well as doing the right thing and as well as being someone who did have a very, very high level of confidence, my level of con- of self-confidence comes from my the bar, the standard that I've set for yeah. myself, right? Mm-hmm. It's my moral code, my moral compass. If I promise myself I'm going to be the best person I can be today and I let myself down, I feel shitty and guilty, which is, again, why it's important to have that code so you can feel that guilt. And that is how I know I'm not doing the right thing. And changing that feels good. And that, that feeling of feeling good is your confidence being built up within you. Yeah. And, you know, all my friendships came back. My life fell back into place. And it was the stupidest thing. And we all laugh about it now. But for all of you who lived through me, again, so sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> so sorry for my long-term friends listening to this. But it was, it was the shit I had to go through, right? I had to learn that. That was my path. And... I've only become a better person since learning that about myself, since taking action to fix it. And then, like we talked about last episode, monitoring my progress, right? That daily check-in is me tracking myself. It's me holding myself accountable to everything that I do on a daily basis. Let me give you guys something to ponder on, okay? If you continue to make excuses for yourself, if you continue to make lies, you'll eventually start believing your own lies. Oh, I like where this is excuses. going, Shimon. I like it. And that's where pathological <laughs> liars are birthed from, yeah. right? You're, you can't fucking live a life of lies, man. Like, there's only so much that you can do in... And lying to yourself. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yes. you become a pathological liar and you start attracting energy that you want nothing to do with. But it's because all the positivity and all the good people out there and all those that are good that surround you want nothing to do with you because you're just a fucking drain, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as soon as you start owning up to your shit, you start doing the right things, whether it hurts or whether it doesn't hurt. Because you'll realize real quick that having to man up and apologize for something or like admit that you were wrong about something the sting of that is only minuscule compared to the lifelong dread that you're about to have Mm -hmm. from constantly having to keep up with your own lies and your own excuses yeah absolutely you know yeah I love that that's a great point yeah think about it yeah so guys don't be assholes and uh, do the right thing as often as you can. Whatever that means to you, right? Like take everything we say, I can only give you my experience. Amanda can only give you her experience. Take what you want out of context, in context, make it your own. But just know, if you feel shitty about your actions, there's opportunity to change. And the quicker you change, the quicker you're going to feel confident and better about yourself. And it's just a win-win all around. Yeah, man. All right. So next episode we're going to talk about the obvious here how do we boost our confidence with exercise what okay now of course being a gym owner you you knew that was coming at some point but we're not just going to talk about exercise we're going to like break it down a little bit we're going to get a little deeper we talk about endorphins we talk about hormone release we talk about you know the chemical reaction but like do you guys really know what that means do you really know what it does for your body does serotonin does that mean anything to you do you know where it comes from where it's produced how long it lasts why it's there probably not is so food I'm kidding I'm yeah kidding. <laughs> yeah right so we're gonna get into like the actual biomechanics and like the biological release of things and what is going on in your body when we exercise talking about anxiety relief talking about um the whole mental component the mental health component to exercise and how that can boost your confidence as well as obviously better relationships less self-loathing better sex life we're gonna get into some like confidence restorative exercises that we can do uh and just feeling better in your own skin yeah exercise the long-term effects yeah absolutely so nothing you guys didn't anticipate but hopefully uh some things you didn't see coming (laughs) yes (laughs) all right thank you so much for listening ciao